Welcome to episode 13. Across from me is my yawning co-host, Camilla. <laughs> hello, hello. Today we're going to talk about our move back to Sweden. Mm-hmm. And after many years in the US. Super exciting episode, super I have exciting. to say. Yeah, we'll uh-huh. see what our memory can jargon up. Mm-hmm. Our prep for this, I think, I felt that I had more memory about it than you did. But it doesn't really matter as long no. as we can tell the story. But I think the red thread in all of this is that our planning has not become much better when it comes to moving back. You would think that we learned how to, you know, from moving to the U.S., moving within U.S., and then moving back, we would have had gained some experience of how to organize ourselves a little bit better. But you'll you'll hear it later. <laughs> but, but you were pretty good at the paperwork, though. The paperwork, yeah. The easy part. So we were both working in the U.S. and I think our ambition was to move to California. We had fell in love with California. We spent a lot of time there. San Diego. San Diego. Oh. Surfing. We thought we were going to buy a little house at Coronado Island. Right. But that did not happen. No. So roughly the last year of our sort of visa eligibility, I went into my corner, my boss and said, hey, I need to get a green card if you want me to stay here mm. and i said sure and then the vice president of the company at the time had a contact who was an attorney i immediately looked her up the cat lady the cat lady and we'll get okay. to the, that in a minute <laughs> but we can call her the cat lady i call her the cat lady yes so i gave her all my paperwork which was just essentially pay stubs and filling out a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. which she sent off right away this was in no no this was october and in the meantime, I was planning our move secretly. To Sweden? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> you were packing up stuff at home. Yes. That's where all those stuff Like went. a year in advance. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't know that. Don't you remember our bedroom had a bunch of boxes? No. Okay. But I do remember we bought a storage unit mm-hmm. because we had bought a dining table on eBay that was huge. And bedroom. And, and living room furniture. Oh my God, we purchased so much. And the reason we bought all this stuff, because it was cheaper in the US than Sweden. But what we missed was the size of the bedrooms and rooms in Sweden versus the US. It's like compact living here. Oh my God. We'll get to that later. So right after Christmas, we started getting a little anxious because our visa expired in August that year. And it was mm-hmm. 2008, right? I think 2008 2008 yeah so you said to me have you talked to the attorney have you heard anything and I said no and you started like getting a little nervous about it so you said why don't you call her and ask yeah because I said if if this is not going to go through in time then we need to prepare for our move home right right yep and the thing is the green card process has three steps one is your kind of the local state version. Mm-hmm. The second one is the federal, where they do your background checks and make mm-hmm. sure you don't have a criminal record and all this other stuff. And the third one, I guess, is an interview process, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, something like that. They want to make sure that you're married. I can't remember if that was yeah, the steps I can't or not. remember, but maybe, either way. Maybe that's like more finance... Uh, I don't know. Financial stuff? No, fiancé visa or something. Oh, I don't know. 90 days. <laughs> 90, day. 90 days to wed? Yeah, 
maybe you I were involved remember. in something like that. We here. didn't get that far. Maybe anyway. we need no. to have a different discussion here on episode twelve well, I, we or can, thirteen. We can talk about that time when we mm-hmm. and Kelly went to the gym, and this Asian guy approached us and asked us if we wanted to marry his girlfriend for fifty thousand. Well, I know we met uh, the car dealership, the finance guy who uh, showed us his uh, pamphlet of his bride to be from Russia. From Russia, which was like that was an awkward. I did not know what to uh, say. We were just there to sign some paperwork. And do you want to see my wife? And he pulls out this um, uh, binder. I know with a bunch of pictures on it. Yeah, with wedding pics and everything. Yeah. So anyway, that was the weirdest thing ever. So I tried (sighs) it back to the cat lady attorney. I tried to chase her down as much as I could. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, emails, phone calls, whatever. So you found her address, right? She didn't respond back. Now we're in February and mm-hmm. we're like half panicking because, you know. You... Because uh, British Airways had uh, one buy one trip, get one for free. And you know me, I'm all for bargains. So, <laughs> so you're like, Peter, you have to go to her house. It's like two for 20, you know. So two for 20. <laughs> you have to go to her house, Peter. So I go and she lives in South Phoenix, which is a, a shady area, to say the least. Was it? South Phoenix, yeah. Lots of crime and stuff. Oh. It Are you stereotyping now, Peter, without knowing the facts or? Maybe I'm stereotyping. <laughs> Maybe you are. And the kids are crying, so we're going to yeah. have to give a pause. So we're back after resolving the family feud between our seven-year-old Olivia and two-year-old, three-year-old. Three-year-old Leone. Yeah. So it took yeah. about 10, 15 minutes to resolve. Mm-hmm. Best friends forever. Yes. <laughs> Heart emoji. Anyway. I gotta stop saying anyway. We're back to the cat lady now. So then I find the cat lady's address. And you stalked her? No. I called her and I said, um, I need to get a receipt for the paperwork that you submitted All the, for immigration. It was like a code too. So you could call in to see how it was progressing because mm-hmm. we had called our old attorney back uh-huh. back in the day and he said I this just now. get the reference number and you can check it up online to yeah. see where you are yeah because they had digitized the process before it was all paperwork now yeah. it's became and there mich- were a couple i remember you got the number you well you went in there and then what happened well i went in there it was just a was she like a hoarder lady with imagine cats? imagine like Paperwork everywhere, piles of paperwork. And uh, there was like 15, 20 cats sitting on all the paperwork. And, and she smelled? was looking for it. smelled like cat piss. Oh, God. Like where it penetrates through your nose and it's almost like uh, vinegar. This was your high-end attorney. That high-end you can... attorney that the vice president of my company mm-hmm. had hired. She didn't find the paperwork. Of course. <laughs> Because the cat ate it. No, Probably. <laughs> um, but she did promise me she would look for it. Yay. So being being <laughs> Swedish, I gave her a week. Mm-hmm. And then we called. Uh, How generous. Yeah. We called David Dye, our attorney, and said, what are, what are well, our. Well, my original attorney David, who did my work. Visa. David, yeah. And he was an Asian attorney. Not that yeah. that matters to the story. But, but he, he was, was really good. Quick and uh, to the point. Yes. There was no sugarcoating or no chit chat. So he told us, um, 
we have to submit the paperwork from the beginning. You have 50-50 chance. Had she done the paperwork in August, you would have had your, um, uh, I call it, you would have gone to the FBI process already. already because the green card process is like going to the post office the day before Christmas thinking that you're going to be able to get mm. the package on time when there's a hundred people in the line in front of you and they close. It's like a, it's first come first serve. Yeah. I wonder how our lives would be if you would have gotten that green card. With the cancer and everything? No, no, just in general. All you life. would have had to donate more blood <laughs> <laughs> to fund my MRIs. I would be the VIP of plasma. Yeah, anyway. Donations. It would have been fun to live in California. Yeah. But um, but I, I, the question is, would we had ever done the move? I mean, because then the economy crashed in 2008. Yeah. So it's not like there were some highlights in front of us well we were thinking with the, the economy to I'm go work about. for qualcomm was our kind of yes because i knew dylan who was a friend of mine and he yeah and i had the tele telecom yeah experience and he had so. some connections mm -hmm. um that's what we were that was about. kind of like the end goal he said yeah. if you get the green card you can come work here and no i was problem. like i was going to become a teacher at uc uh san diego you were going to become a teacher mm -hmm. what were you going to teach I well i could teach in broadcasting Broadcast journalism. Yeah, yeah, broadcast journalism. And check it out. 20 years later, now you're doing podcasting. Mm. It's almost the same so thing. So it's like I, I circled myself in. Is that what you uh -huh. mean? Your degree yeah, is okay. finally coming back to you. <laughs> back to you. I kind of use it every day in my life. but You do? Well, yeah, it works. Broadcasting degree. No, but I have journalism. Yeah, the journalism part, yeah, but not the broadcasting part. So the technical part. writing... That's uh, a bit Medtech, of a stretch. Yeah, that's a bit of a stretch. Oh, okay. Um, but as soon as we then found, he filed the paperwork. He gave us the brass tacks. He told us that the queue to get to the next step. Uh, I think he filed the paperwork in January. No, February. Mm. Oh yeah, because your bachelor's was then information technology, right? Right. And that was my master's. Right. So. I remember now we were both going to apply for Qualcomm because they had really good benefit packages. Uh-huh. That was the plan. That was the plan. And then and surfing and living in San Diego. Right. We probably would have lived in a shoebox. Because San Diego, for those who don't know, is really expensive. Or we would have to commute quite far. <laughs> living in the know. desert and commuting to... Yeah. Palm Springs now. Yeah. Who knows? Oh, it's probably, probably expensive there too. But what happened? So... So then... You were like 700 in line and we had six more months to go. No, Something I like think that. it was more uh, when we filed the paperwork, he called me and said that the current queue mm -hmm. is 12 months. Um, there's a 12 month queue ahead of me and it was February. So meaning that there was absolutely no chance for us to be able to make our next step. Because mm -hmm. he filed the first step. Quite but I remember also that there were just like a hundred applicants before us too, right when know. we were leaving. I think and, people uh, listening are getting totally lost. Yes, <laughs> well, I'm totally lost. It was messed up. This is the process. That's why we're lost already. Anyway, <laughs> the chances of us actually getting it yes. was so slim to none. We decided so we went that we were going to call British Airways back and get that two for two one, for one deal. deal. <laughs> 
And then we told, I told my employer. That, that was my cue. Okay. Right. So I had to go back to my boss and tell her that um, uh, this lady had stiffed us. And then, of course, that's when they kind of woke up and they wanted to, because uh, the main office of where they have, or, uh, back in those days, the main office of processing this stuff was in Texas. Mm -hmm. And they were like, can we go there? Can we pay somebody? Can we get a good attorney? And it's like, no, you can't. First come, the first serve. The train serve. left. It is what it is. Yeah. So we bought the tickets, and then what happened? What happened? We started to uh, pack and purchase a bunch of crap. Uh huh. And store it and pay to store all our crap in a high-end facility where there was AC. That was very important for us. Whose idea was this? The AC part? No, the buying crap idea. I think that was both of us because we we went to Costco. We were like in love. We're like, oh, look at this. Oh, look at that. And we wanted so much stuff with us home. I mean, we lived there for 13 years. It's not like you're going to throw all your stuff away. You just want to bring back memories. And yeah, but we you just... had your high-end computer. You had everything. Plus, we had the birds. Birds. The birds. We so by this three, time we had we three had, birds. We had four birds. Well, one died. the The first oh, one. The first one died. <laughs> so we had three birds, um, a Moluccan cockatoo, uh -huh. a caique, and a parakeet. So we had to get uh, so Elvis, Pluto, and Pablo. Pablo, and we mm -hmm. had to get export visas from the u.s yes and import visas from denmark and sweden and london uk, UK. Yeah. or london was like uk exactly yeah and a bunch of other crap and it was really messed up because the swedish government didn't want to issue the import papers unless the americans issued the export, export papers. papers and the export papers weren't going to be issued unless i showed them the import papers papers so it was like a catch 22 but i but i did it i figured it out yeah you were pretty good at the paperwork yeah, i just spent like 520 hours on the phone so like every time i call you are 239 and nine please wait <laughs> i just my, my role in this part, my cell bill was gigantic and my role in this whole uh, ordeal was to pack because I bought all the, no, uh, my company provided us with all the packing material. That's right. And I bought all those blankets, remember? Because mm -hmm. my thing was getting everything packed mm -hmm. and safely and secured to Sweden. Yes. And I remember with the birds, I had to, <laughs> my biggest deal was like, how are they going to do with flying? And I can't um, sedate them like a dog because then they will fall off their purchase. What am I going to do? It's going to be a really long flight. And I was getting really nervous about this. And I went to the vet while they were getting their final checkup before the um, before the leave. And he was just looking at me and just laughing his ass off. And I was like, what's so funny? I, don't, I didn't get it. And he's like, they're birds. They're used to high altitude. That's don't right. worry about them. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. oh, yeah. So. Uh, but they're like your children. I know. We've had them for... Ten, no, I was going to say long, 10 long years, but it's not 10 years. At that point. Uh, Elvis, I purchased probably my second year, right? Mm, while I was working. So five, maybe seven, seven years by the time. 
And the we decided to leave. And the fare cost, the flight cost for the well, birds. their tickets were um, more expensive than our ticket. I only had to pay for one ticket because I got one free. Okay. So then I had to purchase another ticket for the birds, like a separate small tickets for them. I remember it being like four thousand dollars or something crazy like that. Nah, I don't know. It did. It didn't matter to me. I I knew how much it was going to cost and. We saved up for it, and um, we couldn't have just given them away to some zoo or something. No, we were not at that state. That that was our kids back then. That's the only thing we had. The birds. The birds. But um, so what happened, Peter? We had to figure out a way to um, pack everything, and there was a. A requirement that for the container shipment <clears throat> to label every single box what it contained and put a number on it. Right. And then have a declaration of what's inside each box. Yeah. I want to so say declaration a, of conformity, but right. that's not what it is. <laughs> but then we had a, a giant binder where we um, we bought a label maker. Yes. So we stickered each box and then next to that number we would put what's inside yeah we were pretty meticulous about and that. then i had um a, a, an excel list of everything and then on top of that i had another binder with all the receipts uh, that was included for each box i mean this is organization on top level like never before there's a pattern of you in excel here mm -hmm. it is <laughs> i guess but uh but at some point i think we still kept a little shred of hope that we were going to be able to stay. Yeah. Because sometimes the government goes in and they do like, like Microsoft goes in and says, we need more workers to mm -hmm. come join us. And then they, the government puts more effort and money into it. Well, we did the green card lottery. We, we did that too. That. Yeah. But we were kind of excited to pack at the same time because it was just fun. A little bit. I don't remember it being fun. No. I did. I just remember. A I lot remember of... we're sitting there and you're like, should I go get our uh, uh, water powder with cheese? I was like, oh, yes. That's the best thing I remember from the storage facility, our quarter pounders. Quarter pounders. Yeah, quarter pounder. Did we have quarter pounders at the facility? No. Or you meant to eat? To eat. Oh. You went and got it every single time we packed. So That's I was true. looking forward to that. Yeah. Because I love food. And then we took the last trip to San Diego mm -hmm. in this midsummer, and we had to transport the surfboard and everything else back to California, or sorry, Arizona. Mm -hmm. And I bought a giant travel bag thinking that once we move to Europe, we're going to travel all over Europe. We're going to go surfing everywhere and it's going to be fun. Yeah. And did that happen? No. I still have the bag up in the But attic. you surf a lot. So. I surf a lot, yeah. But, but in Sweden. But in, I don't travel to no. like Spain and France and no. Morocco and Not all those yet. places. With COVID, it's going to be kind of hard. But Yeah. But so. what happened is that we got a um, big shipping container. Mm -hmm. Extra high cube, of course. I went for all. I went all in. You went all in. And I it was because we were in Arizona. The height <clears throat> of that shipping container was Pretty however high. many feet from the ground. Yeah. So our neighbor, Jerry... Or he wasn't our neighbor because we had already moved now to a different place. But our friend Jerry. Yeah, our friend Jerry. Had a built... A ramp. From MDF. Yeah. With precise measurements. super sturdy. Su super sturdy. Yeah. 
It was like a skateboard ramp. Yeah. Almost. And then we had Javier with all his buddies uh-huh. and his daughter, Megan. And then we also help. and we also had people, uh, friends from work. Yeah, from your that work. That had shipped a that lot of stuff from China. Out, right? Yeah. So we carried everything. We had a U-Haul from the apartment. Yep. And then we had a... We drove to the storage place. Mm-hmm. Everyone helped carry everything out. And then we, of course... And it was like in August. And it Indian was a, summer, 115 degrees outside. 45 Celsius at 9 a.m. And a metal container... Super. You can imagine it was like an oven in there. Yep. <gasps> but the my friends... And I from, was very smart of having candles. I shipped candles. You guys can just imagine how these candles looked like when they were unpacked. Melted. <laughs> yeah, they were flat. <laughs> but then our friends from... Uh, my friends from work organized it really well. They said, here's all the big stuff. Here's all the the books and heavy stuff. Here's all the China. And so we loaded that container in like 30 minutes. Yeah. The only mistake we made is we bought a chiminea. Remember that chiminea? Yeah. That you really liked? Set it down. And we didn't build a frame for it. That's too bad. I think that would would have been one of the best pieces we could have had here. And and that thing cracked. Yeah. Too bad. Totally. I was actually really upset when I saw that that had cracked. It was in like thousands of pieces. (sighs) Oh, well. And then afterward, we actually went home and we had prepared this huge barbecue. For our friends. For our friends. But by now, like, and we had beer and we had soda and we had a bunch of alcohol. But it was like 9 a.m. <laughs> and um, In the morning? It was 9 a.m. Yeah, in the morning. Yeah, in the morning. That's right. So who's drinking alcohol at Nobody. 9 a.m.? So we had all this stuff and then we told our friends to just split everything and... Take whatever they needed. And they didn't eat much. No. And then, and this is, okay, so so now we're at this shipment day, right? So that evening, we were supposed to um, clean up the apartment. But we're missing one little piece here. What? Our car got transported too, separately. Oh, yeah. The Toyota. Yes. Uh, the day before. The day before. So we did not have a car. So the container shipped. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, the car shipped with roll-on, roll-off, uh, like a ferry mm-hmm. from New Orleans, I think. Because mm-hmm. the dollar was really low and everyone was buying cars in the U.S. Yeah, I think I shipped the car for 1200 bucks. Yeah. back to Sweden. And then the container went from New York to Gothenburg. And it was like two and a half grand yeah. with everything in it. So it was a good... I thought it was a good deal. At the time. At the time. But... Uh, that day, we we packed the container. We were supposed to have this barbecue. We we're supposed to clean the apartment. Then we were supposed to head over to a couple of friends' houses to say goodbye. Mm-hmm. And the plan was, and I don't know how we planned this, because this is where we totally failed. We were supposed to leave. By 2 p.m. By 2 p.m. To drive to L.A. With the our suitcases, six suitcases, right? Six suitcases. We had filled with everything that was and huge, like dog transport boxes that I converted into cages, bird 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 cages cages inside. Yeah. And imagine like these this huge plastic dog transporter with a complete cage inside because Elvis is a cockatoo and he would. In 12 hours, he would easily chew himself out. 
out of the cage. At least that's what we think. Yes. But he probably would have. He would have easily. So, of course, uh, we weren't even done cleaning the apartment until what? 6 p.m. 6 p.m.? Yeah. Because we wanted our deposit. It was $400 deposit. Yeah, it was so worth it. Right? Yeah. Not Not really. No. And then we went to our friend's house where we're, and everybody was located at different ends of Phoenix. Phoenix is huge. Yeah. So driving around Phoenix, like we went to Mesa to see Javier, I think. And then we went to Glendale. And then we went to Glendale. Is that what it's called? To see Rebecca. No. Gilbert? Gilbert, who knows? And then, but I'm saying... And then we drove Jerry to... lived North and Phoenix. And then Jerry lived in North Phoenix. We drove all the way around half of Arizona. Yeah. And we had rented a huge uh, van. Yeah, we rented a Toyota Sienna. So we could pack all our suitcases to get the... Seven full suitcases. <laughs> no, six. Six. Yeah. And they were weighed on the gram. Yeah. Like if the, if the allowed weight was 30 kilos, each was like 29.9. I think they were... Yeah, yeah exactly. It was just right there. Just packed with stuff. Uh-huh. Photos, hard yeah. drives, clothes, whatever. Yeah. You name it. So we, you know, it was a sad goodbye with everybody. And we, I don't think we realized. Um, that we had to drive for six hours to LA. Yeah. So we started driving. And it was, we had driven for like four hours. And I remember we we're like touching LA County. Which is like. Huge. Huge. And I remember you and I were really tired. Yeah. And we were back into that San Francisco, Arizona uh, tiredness move where I could only stay awake for like 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. And then I would fall asleep and then you would switch. I remember we, would, we switched every exit. We went to a gas exit. station. We bought Mountain yeah. Dew and a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. That nothing helped. The funny thing was that Elvis was sitting in his cage and his head would turn with every every light like yeah, he, he would was... like going through every single light like turning his head <laughs> yeah we thought the birds were going to be loud in the car but they just sat there yeah they were completely quiet dead quiet right so finally we got to the hotel 4 a.m 4 a.m right instead of 2 p.m yeah that's planned yeah no 2 p.m we were going to leave so we were going to be there in the evening yeah, but we thought we were going to get there and be able to chill and relax. Yeah, have a dinner or something. We Order were concerned in. about the birds being loud in the hotel room. Yeah, so 4 a.m. we arrived at the hotel. We carry all our luggage up to the room and then all the birds. So by this time, it's we smuggled almost... the birds in, kind of. No, no, no. This was an animal hotel. Okay. It was now 5 a.m. because it took us a whole solid oh, yeah, hour right. because there was one elevator you can take two bags at a time yeah right so we had to go dump all the check in and all this stuff right and then we slept for an hour <laughs> because we had to check in the birds at seven yeah because you have to check them as a separate luggage yeah or com- uh, and animal I'm, transport animal transport which was supposed to be like six hours before your original flight time departure mm-hmm so ours was like at one, two or something. So, so we get there and then what happens? No, we, we I know we started uh, bickering because we couldn't find the uh, animal. Uh, what was it called? The animal place. Yeah, we couldn't find it. it yeah, because there was no like GPS or anything. And they told but us an no address. there was no really ac- exit for it. And it's, So we drove at the airport, like the whole LAX, like I don't know how huge. many circles. And I was like starting to panic. 
Yeah, but finally we find found it somehow. We found it. We checked it, checked in the birds. And do you remember uh, what I happened? Remember, it was funny because we had to x-ray the birds. The whole in the in the, their, in the cage. In the cage, yeah. So they x-rayed the birds. Um and, the, and Elvis looked like you could see his beak and then just like a giant stick. And then it was like his little claws. Yeah. It was funny. So the guy was laughing so hard and called over his buddy to see this because they thought it looked so funny because he had such a huge head with the beak and then tiny little skinny legs and wings. And they were actually bringing the cage back and forth in the x-ray machine. And we didn't take a picture of it, did we? <laughs> no, we were not allowed to. I asked. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So that was done. Yeah, but then this is the key thing. What? When they we gave them all the paperwork yeah. and they put it on top of the cages. And I said to them, aren't you going to tape it on? Yeah, because I had made like a plastic. Manila folder. Yeah. And they said, no, it's okay. No. But the good thing was that I had already faxed. Back in the day, you faxed. Yeah, I you had faxed all the paperwork to the, to the UK. UK vet because that was the first destination and he needed to be checked over there. All the birds had to be checked yeah. before they could get so they entry had, into so Europe. So they had copies of everything. So they had copies of everything. Anyway, but I remember uh, no, my manager of... had given me a, a Starbucks card so that we could use. Yeah, I'm going to hear, for... hear about this for the rest of uh -huh. my life. So we check into LAX and we're super excited, and not knowing time. how it really works. Um, Peter is like, we have to go this way. I was like, well, well I have the Starbucks card. We can just, you know, purchase some snacks. We hadn't eaten breakfast or anything. And you were like, uh, uh, no, we, we, you were adamant. We need to go this way. And I was like, okay. No, and was, there was no return was, after that point. Well, the thing is, I thought there were going to be Starbucks past the check-in gate. I wanted to go to the big lounge thing where they have perfumes and look at stuff. We had six hours, Peter. Yeah, but I thought six it was like... Six hours. I thought it was like Heathrow. Once you check in, it's like a giant shopping mall. So Peter decides to go to the gate once you're there. And there was nothing more than a little tiny broken vending machine. No, they had a gift shop. No, they did not. Yes. There was just a little vending machine. We sat there literally for six hours staring at each other. And I would not talk to you. I was just looking at my Starbucks card. And you just went to, you, you just lay down and slept on the floor. You so didn't care. So <laughs> but we finally boarded the plane. Yep. And here's where it gets a little funny. Um... As we're boarding the plane, and this was during the time when the bird flu was going on. Mm. So we're boarding the plane, and then we're kind of looking to see if they're going to unload Elvis and Pluto and Pablo somewhere. And then... We could see them loading We could them see them opening up the truck, and then the, the handlers kind of looking at them, because Elvis was probably yelling a lot, making... He would bark like a dog. Yeah, he would bark like a dog, yeah. So then a passenger on the plane said, what, what is No, it, somebody it, on the plane said. She uh, was coughing. A, a lady behind us was coughing a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing about it. And yeah. while we were looking, we were while we were walking in the out, I could see how they were like rolling in Elvis with the cage. And at the same time, I was like, okay, here's my seat. It's like three seats. And it was you and I. I was in the middle next to some other guy. 
and then you at the aisle because you have long legs you always have to sit up yeah aisle or yeah so you can crush my knees when they pass yeah so this guy says oh we'll get a better watch out for the bird flu and we were like and i was sitting i was sitting there for a minute we were buckling up and we put our stuff there and i told you in swedish yes i told you like how the heck does he know that we're boarding on birds down downstairs you know down where yeah. the luggage compartment is and he's like oh you're swedes oh yeah that reminds me of the sears story yeah. and he's uh swedish and his name is tobias yes and it turns out that he was actually um he went to a job referring interview. to the he was referring to the lady behind us that was she was coughing yeah but we thought it was about the birds yeah so so we had an interesting conversation well you guys probably talked more than i did because i am asleep or you were asleep we talked about he he went there for a job interview and we were talking about all about us and i was saying we can help you guys out with all the moving stuff and we knew all about it and we know all so, about 401k insurance. Yeah. So then insurance. it ended up that when you woke up, I told you um, on Sunday, we're going to Tobias for a fish dinner. Yep. And when Tobias came home, he told his wife, Anna, I have some sweets that's coming. They're coming over for a fish dinner. So. And we're still friends. We're super good friends. So, that's, yeah. Uh, what now? Since 2008. So that's. 12. 12 years. Mm-hmm. Going on 13. Yeah. Yeah. So once we got back to Sweden, though, we didn't have our stuff. It took a while for the stuff. Yeah, to yeah, get. yeah. For our shipment, to took like four weeks. And then, in in my parents' brain, it was a small container because we had asked them, "What do we What do we want to do with the stuff? Should we get a storage unit?" Oh, no, no, no. It's okay. You can put it here. In it was basement. actually a twenty foot container, a forty foot forty container. high cube. Which so that's means um, what's it that? It was huge. Twelve meters. Centimeters. It was gigantic. The biggest container you can get. Yeah. But uh, we, we did it. We came home. We had some trouble getting Elvis out from Denmark. because He was at like some weird facility further out. But we finally did it. Yeah. And then uh, they had borrowed um, a truck to come pick us up because we had so many suitcases. Yeah. Think of a Paul's truck or something. Mm-hmm. And then Elvis rode the truck. But it wasn't... Sweden was not that cold. I think we moved... No, I remember you were not happy about coming home at all. No. It took me a long time to adjust to living in Sweden. Mm. And I was like, oh, cloud nine. You were like super happy. And you were super annoyed by that. Yeah, because I wanted to stay. Yeah. I was, I mean, now I've adjusted here yeah. to life here. Yeah. But there's still things I miss. Yeah. So. But we came home. We drove over the bridge for the first time. We had never seen the bridge that they connected Copenhagen with Malmö. Or Denmark with Sweden. However you want to see yes. it. Yes. Denmark with Sweden. Whichever way you want <laughs> to see it. I was figuring cities, but that's okay. Yeah. And... um for those who don't know where Copenhagen is, is in Denmark. Malmö is in Sweden. Yeah. And, uh, and then we had assembled the cages in the middle of the night. Yes. Remember? Yes. No, they slept in the... No, I, no, 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 no. They didn't have to assemble because I had, I had ordered cages. So everything was ready for them. 
Right. Your dad has already. My dad had already uh, assembled everything for yeah. them. But then so the, then, of course, the birds woke up at 4 a.m. Yeah. Started with Elvis. I forgot that uh, the sun rises really early in Sweden, like four yeah. in August. And oh. then it hit me that um, my palm trees and the warm weather was gone forever mm-hmm. and ever. So that was kind of depressing. And then the bank crash hit of 2008. That's right. So we had to... Um, it was kind of rough finding jobs. jobs. Yeah. So it took us a while to get kind yeah, of settled. But I think... Now, in hindsight, listening to our friends, what happened in the U.S., Sweden didn't get hit at the... I mean, it got hit too, but it feels like we were at two different levels. Yeah, but the interview process in Sweden is a lot different than Mm -hmm. in the U.S. Yeah. In the U.S., uh, you get hired much faster, I would say. Yeah. At least in my experience. But that was pretty much our trip. Home. Home. Quite an adventure. Yep. But like, again, I made friends, like always, (laughs) on the plane while you were sleeping by myself. I've made friends going surfing. You did? Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. Anyway. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty much it. But I've never met, I met one of them or two. You've met. uh, Yeah, but it's not like you you guys surf or friends. I'm talking about friends, friends. We hang out. We eat dinner together. We have coffee after surfing. and. You guys do. Yeah. But it's not like our families hang out. No, that's because they live These across the country. These are your buddies. I'm talking about I made family friends. Oh. Solid family friends. We're solid family friends. Mm-hmm. But we don't hang out. Mm-hmm. Doesn't make us not friends. Right. No, I mean, of course they're your I'm not going to. No, no, no. But your you're friends. trying to portray me as a not uh, outgoing person. A little bit introvert. Kind of by yourself, your own space. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, that's not me. No, okay. Just because we're in the basement and this is my office doesn't mean that I'm an introvert. It's your man cave. The kids made a man cave here. They made a giant, um, what, whatever that is, like a tent. Like a of tent, some sort. yeah. Yeah, it looks like one of those. But uh, you like it. Yeah, you they, think it's really good for the audio effects here while we're doing this plot? It's awesome for the audio effects. Yeah. If 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 you could have free will, you would put like uh, carpets and everything on the walls and on the ceiling. No, I would put drapes all the way around here. Mm-hmm. And then I would put LED lights so you can oh see better. God. Yeah. Because I can't see you right now or what? No, it's when you're watching. For the coziness? Coziness, yeah. But but when we're watching a movie down here, it's not like you can. Uh, you're not supposed to have any lights on anyway. Yeah, but you can have dim dimmable LED lights. One more time. You can, you can have dimmable LED lights. LED lights. LED lights. <laughs> Sorry. So you can have like a cozy feeling. Hmm. Plus, when you step up, uh, usually if you're watching a movie and the kids are playing good that you can see where you're going because it's so dark in here that um, you end up stepping on stuff okay so yeah we all have our different priorities yeah it's funny how in 12 episodes we wrapped up 13 years of our life in the u.s yeah but we kind of skipped a couple years in arizona here we did skip we may have to come back and tell some stories our work life but 
I don't know. It feels like our college years were more eventful. More uh, eventful. Yeah. Our work life, it was more of a routine. We didn't have as much things happening. No, we just went to work. Because we home. were very serious and we didn't do anything outside our little box, so to speak. It was a different life because you were your goal was to get a, a green card so you can continue living in the country. Yeah. But we did I met at work, I met Rebecca. Yep. And oh my god, we had a blast. We would uh do phone pranks, call people <laughs> about uh painting curbs. Painting curbs. Yeah, I think because Adam did something like that before. Adam her husband. Yeah, something like that. And 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 Rebecca, we were joking about uh making prank calls to was it to you or something? I don't remember. You've called me a couple times, yeah. Yeah, we did some pranks. And then I think we did a couple of pranks on Adam too. I'll like, find out from Rebecca if she remembers. Yeah, and I um And then uh Javier was also at my work. Oh yeah, that's right. And then we went to Mexico together, all of us, and we spent yeah. a lot of time at his place too. Yeah, we played Guitar Hero. Guitar Hero, and, and we all had movies. our roles in there. Yeah. And um with both Rebecca and Javier, it was like Mexican food and just a full blast and just awesome. Yeah. Good times. Really good memories and fun memories. And still more to come. But I mean. A little hard now with COVID, but sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think when we called Javier and we said that I have uh, cancer, he's like, can I come over? <laughs> Visit you guys. And, and we yeah. were like, ah. Maybe not this yeah, week. Maybe not. But but uh, I would love for everybody of them. Both Rebecca needs to come over. The social aspect is what I miss the most. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, I miss a lot of things. I would like to um, be able to live uh, like a normal life. Mm -hmm. But I guess tomorrow we're going to find out what that entails. Exactly. Because my thrombocytes are not cooperating. Yeah. And thrombocytes is what essentially heals your wounds. Mm. So maybe that is a separate episode, right? Where we talk to everybody about that. Yeah. Like a little. That's like a five minute conversation. Really? I think so. We yeah. want to talk about my slip today. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we were putting up bird food and uh, I was trying to be a good sport and help out. And I slipped on one of the rocks. And I. My shin, uh, grazed my shin. Grazed. I you scratch it, it lightly? I scratch it lightly. It looked like somebody took a potato peeler and just peeled <laughs> my shin. And then, of course, because... Uh, is it trias? What is it called? Thrombocytes. Thrombocytes. But because thrombocytes has to do with coagulation and... And the healing process. And healing process. It didn't stop bleeding. No, because they're super low right now. Yeah. So uh, we're hoping that they will recover quick yeah. so I can get back to some sort of... Because the plan is to go on... Um, but are we doing a separate episode for this or are you not incorporating everything as one? <laughs> I'm just throwing it in there. Okay, you're throwing it in there. Okay, fine. The plan is to go on uh, chemotherapy now for a couple months. Yeah. But now they've thrown that out the window because of my thrombocytes. Mm-hmm. We'll find out tomorrow what's going we'll on. We'll find out tomorrow. And then we'll probably have an update sometime mid mid next week. Mm -hmm. We'll make a an episode about the the appointment tomorrow and what comes out of it. 
Plus, in other news, Rebecca's been uh, bombing a lot on our Instagram about the whole shoe count thing. So, and I have a sense that she agrees with me. Yeah, mm. of course. Thank you. So, Thank you, Rebecca. So, uh, I get you those pair of shoes that you always wanted later. Swedish clogs. <laughs> yeah. We can get you the no. Swedish clogs or Crocs. Crocs. Um, so, I figured out how to do uh, remote podcasting. So I wrote her an email and I said, hey, look, if we want to discuss something. Has we she can... responded? No, I haven't looked. But, <gasps> Rebecca, um, you have to join. So you maybe we can do join. an episode on one of the weekends yeah. when we're not working. And then we have to have, have a year or two of course. on one episode here. Yeah. I can see if it's... I can find Dave Ferrari. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's on you, Peter. I, I, I still, I'm still in contact with Shaquille. O'Neal? I mean, <laughs> zero. <laughs> yes, Shaquille O'Neal, my best buddy. We keep in touch every day. We text each other. We talk about basketball. Okay, 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 okay. okay. Not Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille. Shaquille zero. I remember. Yes. He lives in uh, St. Louis now. Okay, okay. Works with uh, Apache helicopter still. Good for him. Hey. Anyway. Exciting. Hopefully you enjoyed the show. Camilla tells me I'm not as happy and as... as uh, you have to be energetic and, energetic. and committed to this. Mm-hmm. Right? Let, let me. Ex- I, I feel ex- like you're getting you, you dip a little bit. You you, you like not falling asleep, but we can't like, eat sugar. You, yeah, but you insist on having these pots at eleven o'clock at night. I don't insist. It, it, Why don't you take a one hour lunch break and then we can uh, talk about it? Yeah, I'm here anyway. I don't okay, do anything. Okay, see if it makes a difference. Huge difference, actually, with a bit of a disclaimer. If uh, I've been on radiation, then I generally feel sleepy. So. <laughs> Uh, let me uh, disclaim her. Uh, I feel like uh, your whole life I've known you, you've been sleeping pretty much. <laughs> it's always like that. Every time we fly, you're like, uh, you, you fall asleep before the airplane lifts off and you're asleep by the time we land. Maybe I should do that sleep apnea study then. Maybe. Yeah. I was trying to get you to do that for a while, but. See, now I literally feel like I've been on a plane from San Francisco to Sweden. <laughs> I just landed at 7 p.m. Mm. I'm total jet lag mode. Yep. Time to say night night. Time to say night night. And you're one of those, oh, I want to watch a movie. Well, I'm, I am I just exercised. So my pulse has been up to one, what was it, 175 at the 175. most. Right? So I'm super energetic right now. Yeah, I'm energetic. I had a pickle and some, uh, a pickle. what's it called? Indian Russian tonic. tonic water. Yay. Without alcohol. And uh, yeah. Did you have a good workout? You're going to st- good. step it up tomorrow and do some more? We'll see if I can bend my, my legs tomorrow. If you can bend your body. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's going to be kind of stiff, but that's okay. You're going to feel like a cheese doodle tomorrow morning Not when you wake doodle. up. cheese I'm going to feel like a spaghetti, like a dry spaghetti. Where Speaking I'm of just gonna cheese cra- doodles. Um, Is that I something s- you're craving right now? No, I'm craving uh, Cheetos. But don't send us Cheetos because uh, if anyone's out there listening, we're not allowed to that to do that. No. Nope. The highlight of this week is too is if um, somebody wants to send me Polish pickles, feel free to do that. That's so keto, and I love those. I got my surfboard yesterday. Mm-hmm. That was a highlight. Peter got another surfboard. Rebecca, this is something on top of the shoes that we need to discuss. But I keep my shoes for several years. I don't recycle them or throw them away. Like if I have a pair of winter shoes, I keep what them. What did in... you say? You don't recycle them and you don't throw them away? No. Are you going to eat your words later on? If you want to do a recount like the Trump election, go ahead. <laughs> but the shoes that I have, 
I keep for many years. Okay. The trash bag in the attic are the shoes that have been worn out. Mm-hmm. Can't be used, meaning mm-hmm. there's a hole in them. Mm-hmm. So if I put one of those winter shoes on, uh, there's going to be water coming into it or snow. How about no? I don't believe you. <laughs> doesn't matter. 95% of those were Ross dressed for less anyway. Two for 20? <laughs> Two for 20. Remember when I went to New York and we lived in Sweden and you gave me a list uh, of bags to buy? Yeah, I remember you purchased a shitload of stuff for yourself. And two pair of jeans for me. Not accurate. <laughs> That's what I remember. It's totally not accurate. You came home with two suitcases. I'm and you're the like, only one in the entire company that came home with two suitcases. I know. Who does that? You printed 75 pages with bags for me to buy. That was for your sister, not for me. And one for you. Yeah, which I haven't used yet. You still haven't used the bag? No. You know how much trouble I had to go through to find that bag? I know. I even bought a... I think I even bought a um, flip phone with a local number so I could call you and text I you remember, pictures yes, of and the... I remember I was talking to the girl at Levi's regarding her booty and... Her booty? Yes, how it, how her booty fit into those new curvy... It's called curvy something. Levi's jeans, the new model that they had. Curve. Demi-curve. Demi-curve. That's what it was called. I don't called. know how I remember that stuff. Yeah, see? You remember. TMI. Too much information. Okay. But do you remember I talked to her? Yes. About her butt and how they were mm-hmm. fitted and yeah. She was like, huh. so how did that conversation go? Good. That would be, hey, how's your butt? Yeah. You got <laughs> Look, me a pair of jeans that were a little bit too big. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. The thankfulness <laughs> is just amazing. I didn't awesome. go to one single seminar. I was supposed to go to seminars. And you went shop. You skipped everything. I skipped everything, and I went shopping for you. See, but that's so you, I Peter. I went shopping for that's sis- so you. my sister. That is so you. You love doing that. You I went love shopping, shopping for myself. If you can swipe that card fifty times a day, that's that's like it makes you so happy. I was playing D one basketball. It doesn't matter. I had if to buy shoes. Doesn't matter if it's like a chocolate bar or chewing gum. God. You're like, I can't even pay for myself. You're like, oh, I'll pay for that just so you can get the feeling of swiping. Plus, I did sightseeing. What sightseeing did you do? Central Park, Empire State Building. And did you what? Did you just walk there by yourself? Yeah. Okay. And I got lost running one morning. In Central Park? No, I didn't go to Central Park. I went outside the hotel mm-hmm. and everything in New York is a square, you know, like square streets. Yeah. I don't have a GPS or anything because I don't have a phone. So I just went outside. I ran. I figured I would do it square, but I ran past your little square, the square, and I wound up and um, so you did a rectangle. <laughs> I, I guess you can or call a triangle, it. maybe. I wound up in um, what's that square? The famous place uh, called where all the lights are. Times Square. Times Square. So I wound up in Times Square, and then I realized, hmm, I must have run too far. And then I went into a so hole. you were like, hmm, oh. There's a foot locker. Let me get a pair of shoes so I can run back. I don't know. <laughs> I, no. I already had shoes on. And you probably came back with two two bags of shoes. No, I went into... Uh, you had a lot of shoes with you. And a lot of exercise uh, clothing or gym clothing with you. I remember that. And, I, and, like a, I and then you purchased me a rain, like a wind... And rain jacket. No, that was that was the one we went with Olivia. No, 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 no. This one was the purple one, the Timberland, and uh, it was cool. <laughs> yeah, it's it just, just didn't that fit. it was extra small. 
You could have put it on. I couldn't a, even zip it up. You could have put it on a Swedish. I mean, come blocket. on! You had no idea. You could have sold it. I, I still can't because I can't use it. You could Especially have, not now, you can, ten years later. You can <laughs> sell it. You can sell it. I don't think I can fit an arm in there. Maybe Olivia can use it. Maybe yeah, when she turns eighteen. It's like a kid size mm-hmm. thing. It won't even be yeah. in fashion. I'll send it to Rebecca. She'll fit in it. It doesn't rain in Arizona. No, but there might be some wind, some dust storms. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Well, I keep saying anyway because I'm trying to get out of the conversation. Okay. I'll let you go. So sorry. No, but you're giving me crap about a lot of things. I have to. It's my job. And because I have radiation. To keep you in line. Because I have radiation, uh-huh. my memory is totally shot. So you think I'm abusing the situation now? Yes, you are. You're taking Absolutely advantage not. of a cripple. No, I'm yes. not. <laughs> you're like Peter. You're supposed the to... cripple is going to be me tomorrow when I won't be even to bend to put on my own socks. Like yeah, but... I'm pregnant or something. Yep. But I'm not. But you'll be able to put on. Yeah. You'll be able to lift your kids. No, I will not be able to lift my kids tomorrow. That's or... the issue. Then they'll lift themselves. Mm-hmm. You Maybe. Hug, you hug them and you say, sorry, I can't lift you today. I'm sore. But in six months, I won't be as sore because I'll be in better oh, condition. Both. Yes. We did this. And be- maybe in six months, I can wear that jacket you purchased. <laughs> maybe. Work. But we started lifting because it was... Lifting what? We started training uh-huh. together. Yeah. Because it was a lifestyle change. Oh. Uh-huh. Like the keto. But I feel you're backing out now a little bit. No, I'm not backing out. I did my exercise today. Yeah. I couldn't did because not- I have coagulation issues. <laughs> That's... That's on you, but I still did my part. Yeah. And you should have a fist for it. Here you go. Oh, here we fist go. Bump. Yay. One day at a I, time. I'm not an exercise person. No, I know. Okay. I'm not. I a... like to cook. I like to eat and I like to bake. I wanted to say something, but if you kick me on my shin, I'm probably going to bleed <laughs> to death. <laughs> then don't say it. It's so, okay. So that's pretty much me. Yeah. In a nutshell. We can talk about it. And it's it. funny because my brother is like an Olympian. And he's super former, fit. Former, former Olympian. Olympian. I'm so sorry. He's not going to any no, more Olympics. Unless he changes his mind. The whole family on, on that side there. Yeah, they're him and his... training like three times a day. And, yeah. But now they're doing something called paddle. Paddle, yeah. But we, still, they're super athletic. And I feel like we, we still have the same, not the same exact genes. Because I'm, I'm a woman, he's a boy. But... Uh, he's a man. He's not a boy anymore. <laughs> He's my brother. He's always a little boy. I know, but a boy is a like, man. Okay, yeah. a man. All right, and um, we're so far away in the spectrum of being athletic. He's super athletic, and I'm super not athletic. <laughs> but you trained a lot when we when we first started dating. I did. You but did that jiu-jitsu. does not mean that and you're then, athletic. You're just trying to keep up with everybody else. <laughs> step aerobics, which probably caused all your knees to, like when your knees now, they're oh, totally... Oh, they're like popping and cracking. Or, and You're, you're going to get arthritis like next year. Yeah. Don't you, you don't hear my knees pop oh, every I time hear the, I hear exercise? them exercise? It's your hip or it's your knees. <laughs> or my elbow. Or your elbow. Or my neck. Or your neck. Yeah. I can crack something right now. Maybe. No. No. Not right now. I guess I'm... I'm warmed up. That's why. Okay. All right. I think that's a wrap. It is. Because Hopefully. you need to go to bed. I need to go to sleep. I need to yeah. take my melatonin like mm. a 90 year old. And every night you promise me a movie. And every night I go to bed without a movie. Well, guess what? Tomorrow you'll get a movie. Yeah. Yay. I'm keeping and my hopes Saturday up. you'll get the mellow. Mellow. Which mm-hmm. is not mellow for relaxing. The Swedish it's the Swedish Song Contest. Song contest. Again. Yeah. yeah. It's not top of 
my list for the, the kids year. will get be mm-hmm. ecstatic. Yeah. Okay. So at least we have something to look forward to. Yes, absolutely. Fun, fun. Hopefully you enjoyed the show. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you enjoyed talk, listening to Camilla more than me. I disagree. I think I'm the fun one. This is not a competition. It's not a competition. What, did you make it into a competition? Maybe I put a poll up. No, you did not. No, I didn't. I'm just messing with you. I can, though, if you want me to. No. Who's the most fun listening to, Peter or Camilla? Yeah, it's 11 p.m. We got to go. Yeah. Have a good night. Have a good night. And thank you for listening to this totally spaced out episode from going from our move to everywhere. So we'll catch up with you guys later. Yep. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.